0: hello hello miss maynard
1: hey camillo is it
0: no it's craig
1: okay craig hey how you doing nice to meet you
0: hey uh yeah i'm just uh waiting uh for camillo All right, cool. he's, oh you know oh here he he is okay there we go perfect Uh, wait for him here and see when he's going to show up. So, No worries. Mm-hmm.
2: Hey, can you guys hear me?
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. We hey,
0: can hear can you. Hear you? Okay. Right. Hello, hello. Hey. Hey, uh,
1: Camilo, how you doing? Good.
0: Alright, uh, well, once again, this is uh, the continuing adventures of uh, Krizzle and Camilo, a.k.a. Uh, Whip Wap Galore and... Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, Camilo, this is your uh guest that you brought in today, so you want to do the intro?
2: Yes, <clears throat> all right, I got a different setup today, so I'm hoping my audio is coming in clear. Is my audio okay?
0: Yes, yes, your audio is coming in fine. Right. So.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: so, this is Dylan. Uh, I know about Dylan through um, I think Instagram, um, you stoner project. You did some artwork for them, I think, um, and so uh, I've known you as an artist. You're a bit of a mover and shaker. Um, you're not from Houston, but you've been here for a little bit, and so that's kind of what we want to hear about. We want to learn more about you, uh, what brought you here, what kind of influence Houston has on you, um, on your work, and, and all that kind of good stuff, but um, but yeah, so I don't, I don't know a ton about you because I've never met you before. I just know you from the from the IG, so I mean, but tell us who you are.
1: Absolutely. Um, first of all, thank you so much for having me on. Um, this is, uh, I believe, my second podcast, so super excited to be here. Um, this is my first um, first time talking with you guys, and uh, I'm happy to meet you, and uh, thanks for checking out my artwork and everything. Um, Hugh Stoner, they're my friends. Um, for You know what? We actually met at my first or second art show ever, Um, We were both set up there and I saw their table and they had a bunch of action over there. And I went over. They had like dog bandanas and everything. And we just hit it off right away. And um, sometimes um, I do some modeling for them. So uh, we kind of collaborate in that way. Um, And we actually have some stuff around the corner. So definitely keep an eye out.
2: It's all like it's like real 420 friendly style, right? That's kind of like the influence of your art. Actually, before I go into all that, finish introducing yourself. My bad.
1: um yeah so uh, my name is Dylan aka Dylan's Workshop Uh, I'm a bright and bold fine artist Uh, I recently started modeling in the past uh, couple of years and I'm always creatively branching out and uh, I love working in new ways uh, murals um, constantly expanding and collaborating with other artists Uh, you asked how Houston influences me Uh, absolutely once I got into the flow of the Houston art scene. I just fell in love with it. Um, I started meeting so many cool people, um, some of them being photographers and that's kind of how I snowballed into modeling because they they have creative ideas and, and I'm like, you know, the girl that's crazy enough to do it. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll hop in the water and go underwater and try to model. Sure, like, so I'm just not afraid to try. Where are new you things. from though? Where,
2: where are you from originally?
1: Originally, uh, so I was born and raised uh, in Georgia. Um, I was born in Atlanta, but I grew up uh, out west in the country about an hour out from there. Um, So I just went out uh, to college for a couple of years and I studied artwork um, at University of West Georgia. And that's where I kind of got some of my chops and uh, just uh, came out to Houston.
2: What did you study there?
1: Um, so I studied a lot of um watercolors was actually how I first began painting um so that's where I kind of learned my color theory and like uh just the basics of painting and um also, I took drawing uh you know one o one type stuff where I was um working with models who would come in and sit for two hours at a time and we would change their poses and do that kind of stuff um I studied some one. yeah, exactly.
2: And so you have, you must have like a portfolio. So what was like high school like? Did, were you like, were you like an art nerd, or like how, how'd you get? What was your relationship with art growing up?
1: Um, so the college itself is not specifically uh, an art college, uh, so I didn't, it didn't require for me to have a physical art portfolio to be accepted. Um, just a matter of GPA um, getting in. Um, I was undeclared at first, and really my heart was in art, um, so I just went ahead and. Committed to that for a couple of years, and uh, studied printmaking and art history, and kind of just all the foundational stuff. And uh, branched out when I came to Houston. Just decided to come out here with my partner. Um, he he um, works out here, so that's how we got transferred to Texas. And I love it here. So,
2: you know, I got I got this thing, uh, uh Chris, Like people generally, they come to Houston, um. You know, one of the big cities of the world, one of the biggest cities in the United States. But I feel like people only really come out here, move out here, if it's like uh, a loved one or partner or or family, a job. Mm-hmm. Is that fair absolutely?
1: Um, yeah. From my experience, definitely. What I love about Houston is the melting pot. You know, it's just you get exposed to so many um different amazing people that have moved here from all over the country and sometimes out of the country. I've got friends from. Nigeria and stuff like that, so it's really great to just be in the mix. Um, so I love we that. There are a lot
2: of Nigerians out here. I, I mess with the Nigerians. You ever had jollof rice?
1: Uh, not off top. No. Um, my oh, wow. friend is uh, I was speaking about was his name Uche, and she does uh, fashion. So okay. I know her. She does fashion design. That's
2: dope. That's dope. Oh, would you gonna show us the Uche piece? Oh, okay. Um just getting some water. Okay, no, I thought you are gonna show us
1: something.
2: <clears throat> so Craig, man, I'm I'm curious. Have you ever I bumped into Dylan? I know I know you you frequent a lot of the art scene in Houston. What is some of what is if...
0: Well, I was just about to ask, um because uh do you, you do you have a studio uh at um um Hardy and Nance?
1: Uh no, actually I uh, just working out of uh, my studio apartment. Um, this is where I do all my uh, painting. I do like gra- graffiti and spray paint type stuff, like out outside, obviously on the balcony. But uh, Hardy and Nance, I've shown my work there maybe a couple of times, so you yeah. may have seen some of my work. But I've never had yeah. a physical studio there.
0: Uh 'cause because um, cause, uh, I believe you have uh work showing this weekend at Hardy and Nance. Uh, You want want to talk a little bit about that?
1: Yes. uh, I was excited to tell you guys about that. Um, My last time I showed there was, would have been, there was an 80s themed show a few years ago and it was around Halloween. So I did um, one of the vampires from the Lost Boys. Um, Mm -hmm. If you remember that scene where he's like holding the Chinese box filled with worms and he's like, it's just, uh, just worms, David. I did a painting of that. And uh, that was a few years ago at Hardy and Nance. So this weekend is the first time I've shown there in a few years. So I'm really excited. It's called Mashed, um, which the whole theme is collaborative arts. Um, So that's something I'm really passionate about is working with other Houston creatives. So I knew I wanted to be a part of that show. Um, Me and my friend Angel Strange, she's another painter on uh, Instagram, if y'all check her out. Um, She collaborated with me. uh, We did an abstract snake piece that will be showing Saturday. And then also Brian into the wild. He's a leather maker. Uh, Actually, he does all kinds of stuff. But uh, the way that we collaborated was um, he created a leather um, messenger bag completely out of scratch, like just completely built the whole bag himself. And then he just brought it to me one day, surprised me at an art show and said, here, paint this. Can you put something on it? And so I was like, hell yeah. Um I put a, a wolf on there, so we're gonna be showing a hand painted leather bag this weekend as well.
2: Hand painted leather. Um, yeah. that's dope. So you so your your work is um you mix like craft with um I don't know, how how would you like what's what's sort of the the big themes of your work, would you say?
1: Um, well, like I said, something, um, I like to do is uh, switch mediums a lot. Um, I mean, I have on my desk right here, uh, painting, so I'll paint on canvas. Um, but for Valentine's day, for example, I did some, um, bloody valentines, I called them and I printed on some scrap denim fabric and I sewed studs on them. Um, I, I've got one right here, actually, if you guys want to see. Um, so I just, I like to just follow whatever creative ideas I have I like to make stickers um here's uh the patch that I have
2: and how, how do you you sell those patches individually or how, how does that work
1: uh yeah exactly I did these just for valentine's um okay. just to do something a little bit fun um it's all not right, something right, I right. do my all the time
2: that. yeah that's cool my sister's an artist
1: yeah, yeah. just whenever I get gotcha. an idea, um, I like to keep it diverse. Uh, painting on canvases are fun, but sometimes you, you get a different idea and want to run with it. So definitely not afraid to work on patches or stickers or uh, bags, leather, you know, anything really. So.
2: so you switch up the medium. How How's Houston been? Like, if you could have gone to Atlanta versus Houston, but you still chose Houston, do you think um, it's been good for your art being out here? as opposed to maybe having done it to a closer city to you?
1: Um, I mean, that's kind of hard to say, because I, I, I can't really, I didn't spend a lot of time showing my work in Atlanta, so I can't uh, apples to oranges compare necessarily. Um, I just studied out there, and this was uh, Houston was the first scene that I set up my work for sale, and kind of put myself out there. Um, it's been good for me. Um, I, I love the the community, like I said, uh, the melting pot of just inspired by so many different types of people that I meet and get to work with. Um, so that's I think it's a great place to be for art personally because I'm always seeing new new people, new stuff. So I'm I'm always leaving inspired.
2: And so, um, The Lost Boys that that's one of my flicks. Um, <laughs> are you are you a fan of that flick, uh, Craig?
0: No. Uh. Well, I haven't seen. I haven't seen it in so long, and just I mean, it's it's well, it's, it's, it's a
1: cheesy eighties movie. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, the
2: yeah. yeah. movie's got a cool following.
0: Yeah, it it's does. a
1: cult classic um, from the eighties. My mom, she really liked it, and we know it's cheesy, but we just laugh at it, and uh, yeah. it's just a classic. So I I just kind of wanted to do it. I just fell out of
0: vampire flicks. That's just that's just how I roll. Just I couldn't, you know, after, when the twilight all the twilight shit started popping off, I was just like I couldn't deal with it. You're anymore. like,
1: ah, you lost me.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, well, here's something. You know, you you brought up modeling earlier, and um, you know, I was looking uh, for stuff uh, to talk to you about because uh, I see, you know, I saw. In couple of photos that you mentioned that y- you made it to the semi-finals of mm-hmm. modeling for playboy yes and and just what was uh I mean what was that all because because you rarely you rarely hear people I mean you know playboy still is still out there but um you you Rarely hear of anybody actually wanting to appear in it, and yeah, you know, just just model for it. It's just like it's, uh, you know, the, doesn't you know doesn't have the the cachet that it did way back when we had like Anna mm-hmm. Cole Smith and Jay McCarthy all like they they it in their stars often. But what what made you uh want to do that? And what exactly was was it? Did the whole thing tell because like was it actually appearing in Playboy or more? modeling for something else that they do?
1: Correct. So um, uh, from what I hear, they've been trying to like revamp the brand in in general since, you know, uh, what's his name, croaked. They're trying to like revamp the brand and uh, they've just been doing a lot of new stuff and they had a Playboy contest that they had put up on their Instagram. They said, uh, you know, be the next face of Playboy. um, And the opportunity was uh, to be modeling Uh, like bikinis and lingerie for their website and for their social media. So, um, you know, I'm a brand new model as far as tiptoeing into that. Um, So I I just saw it and I said, hey, why not, you know, throw my name in the ring. Uh, I threw my name in the ring and I made it through round one. I I was like, cool. Round two, cool. Round three, cool. Like I made it through four, five, six rounds and they were like, okay you're in the semi-finals and I was pretty like amazed that I made it that far um but super grateful and uh yeah finished in 19th for the semi uh finals and yeah it was just something I randomly wanted to put myself out there and do it was not a uh, feature like centerfold on the playboy or front page playboy nothing like that it was um again just an opportunity for me to get some more eyes on me as a model and artist uh, for Dylan's workshop um, was where my head was at uh, and also my perspective on their photographers I feel that they have a high level of creatives um, Mm -hmm. so I kind of just wanted the opportunity to work with um, some of those high level photographers you know that's uh, creatives that I admire so
0: yeah I was about to because I was about to ask like how much experience you have uh, with Playboy and the magazine, just in terms of uh, reading it and know about it. Because the reason I bring this up, because uh, mm-hmm. there's also, I saw this photo that you have of, of the painting you did four years ago of the uh, iconic Ali, uh, uh, you know, Cassius Clay, Sonny Liston, you know, the pose where Ali uh, is standing over uh, Sonny Liston. And I saw it, and it and it has kind of a Leroy Neiman as aspect to it, like it has kind of that influence. And of course, Leroy Neiman uh, was a well-known uh, contributor to Playboy, uh, doing illustrations and everything. Mm. And I didn't know if if any of that influence. Uh, no, actually, that's that.
1: interesting. That's interesting that you see that. Um, yeah. No, uh, for me, that inspiration on that uh, Cassius Clay piece was I was still very, very early in figures like drawing bodies and people. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but you know, that being such an iconic image, uh, I just uh, I guess I was shying away from skin tones. So I just said, why don't I do it red and blue and do them like a Rock'em Sock'em Robot kind of color scheme, like really bold in your face, like prime mm-hmm. colors and uh I just kind of wanted to switch it up from like just going from imitating a photo to like kind of adding my own style to it. Yeah, I really don't know much about uh, Leonard Marcus. Is that what his name was? Leroy
0: Leroy Neiman. I mean, he was he actually he did a lot of uh, you know uh, sports related uh, paintings and every and I mean if you if any you seen Rocky Three at the you know the at the end where uh where paulo and uh you know rocky throw you know uh you know do the punches and they have that freeze frame and goes into that illustration he did that painting so okay yes and that's also kind of but yeah it is like a clear um when you're 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 pick your uh painting of uh ali and liston it is uh I, I, it's interesting how, like, um, you know, Ali has, you know, looks like how what he was, and you have Liston. It's like he has kind of like a, a blue grayish uh, yeah. tint to him, like it's just like he just almost like like dead and out, and that like you want yeah. to, you want to do the contrast of 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 someone who you know is very alive at that moment while somebody. The, the Fallen kind of had yeah. the, all the color taken out of them.
1: Yeah, wow. I really like that uh, point of view. Like, really, that's cool. I I may have subconsciously been influenced by that, but that uh, no, was not a conscious choice. But I like that, you know, interpretation. That's good.
0: And, well, I don't know if that was what you're going for. Also, how much you want for it?
1: That piece is not for sale. That was done for a private collector. Um, that was custom- custom order so that that's in a oh. special home over uh, in georgia
0: oh oh, okay damn it uh, well you know you,
1: <laughs> live, you live and you, you learn gotta ask <laughs> yeah
0: exactly just like you know but uh but yeah just normal that's, that's an interesting thing to get into like like which pieces have you done have been uh sold to people just like I don't know if you have any stories about that and what how does you know how does it go when people uh either ask for you know commissions, uh, commission stuff or just I just want to see what kind of stories you had about that
1: yeah um so I find that meeting people uh face to face uh like at my art shows I'm able to really connect with them and show them the work I mean no matter how high quality of a camera you have, it's never going to fully capture the details of the artwork. You know what I mean? Until you get right in front of it and you're like, wow. So I feel that when people get in front of my original pieces, that they can really connect with them in person. Mm -hmm. Um, So I feel that that's a good way for me to sell my originals. I feel a lot of times people maybe online have seen my work, uh, ask for customs, uh, I've had husbands surprise their wives with portraits. They will um, have me draw their, their wife really beautiful and we'll mail it to them and they open it. It's a complete surprise. That's been really fun. Um, stuff like that. So I like being part of people's like romantic gestures. That's, that's really special. Sometimes people will buy Christmas presents for all their nieces and nephews. They buy little tiny paintings that they give to everyone. I love that. So.
0: Yes, and, as far uh, as
1: commissions, uh, as far as my commissions, mm-hmm. yeah, I have. Um, hmm. Well, I guess I have people who they they. I don't know how to answer that question. Sorry, I kind of like. Well, I mean, has like, there just
0: been like any? I'm 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 always looking for the crazy stories, like the wild stories that you know it has has. There ever been that point where just like somebody you wanted uh you to paint something and uh you know you painted and they were they saw it and they were like, Hey, I ain't paying for this or just any of that any of that stuff or oh, I like
1: I don't have any uh like hor- that would be a horrible story. <laughs> The the craziest, I guess I could say, was the collector who actually bought that uh, Cassius Clay piece. Mm-hmm. Um, he found out I was home visiting family uh, one weekend in Georgia. It was a quick trip home. It was like a few days. And he says, hey, why you're here, why don't you do a mural? He wanted me to do a mural just on the weekend. This is my first time ever doing a mural. And I said, you know what? screw it. Let's try to do it. And I made it happen. I pulled it off in three days. So I had like three full days. I worked and uh, went home, visited with family. Like I was trying to balance it. So that was a bit chaotic, um, but I've managed to pull that together. So that was probably one of my crazier moments.
0: Where did, where did, where, where did you do this mural? Was it like,
1: in in their house so they wanted it in their basement they have like a pool table games and things so they wanted a a cool vibe down there and i did the outcast at aliens album art if Really, you know that album Re- art
0: really that that one the one looks yeah. like like the like on the side of a van the
1: big were, blue yeah. guy and and then they're up in in the yeah
0: so they wanted you to come down to their place <laughs> Yeah. Uh to, to do the mural and it was, was there a, was there a part of you like, wait a minute, you want me to go down in your basement to pay you did it was just like did it did it was there any point where you're just like is this something I should be doing? And, and or was the money like okay I can do this
1: well uh It wasn't necessarily any kind of safety concern. This is someone who I know and trust. So it's Mm -hmm. not like it was a complete stranger just going in and spending all that time there. Uh, No, this was somewhere I completely felt comfortable with. Um, It was just a matter of time Mm -hmm. and me saying, this is my first mural. Like, you know, can I pull this off in time? Is it going to look like crap? Am I going to be rushed? You know what I mean? There were concerns. I was stressed in that way, but. Um, it was exciting, you know, at the same time. So I had a lot of fun doing it and they say, you know, pressure makes diamonds. Right. So,
0: right. well, I mean, this is, this gotten like, since that was your first mural, has that now been also a part of your repertoire? Like, Hey, like, Hey, I'm also available for murals. Cause I don't know if you like East end, yeah. they're always asking for murals around here. Um, so just as like, far
1: as public installations, like I haven't yeah. really gotten into businesses hiring for murals. Like I'm not to that level yet i'm still in uh early phases of large scale work mm-hmm. um but no definitely i'm open to it for like client custom uh murals in people's homes mini murals stuff like that um as far as like for uh official businesses in the east end like i'm not uh not quite there yet but definitely yeah. working towards something potentially mm-hmm.
0: Well, I want to ask real briefly about uh for you know the, the photography part you mentioned about working with photographers have you seen are there any photographers you want to work with not just in Houston but just I mean any photographers that you looked up to that that you would hope like at some point like if 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 it gets this big you' say oh i can I could you know see let's see if I can uh work for sure, that yeah. person."
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm always like checking out other photographers and because that that inspires me to see both how they shoot, what they're creating, all that kind of stuff. Um, I'll say Lisa Boyle. She's somebody who's actually been in Playboy herself and she's now a photographer. Um, So I find that she has a really creative eye. Um, And then there is an artist photographer named Snake God. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He does a lot of beautiful, um, just uh, very naturalist kind of approach. Um, Mm -hmm. Beautiful, just women on on, like the beach or in the woods, just Mm -hmm. very beautiful. Um, Definitely check their work out. I think you would like it. Um, So those are just a couple that come to mind that are, you know, Mm -hmm. higher up level. That I would love to work with someday for sure. And there's mm-hmm. uh, photographers for Playboy, like I said, that I admire. They're high level. There's one uh, I can't I can't think of her name off the top of my head, but uh, definitely lots of <laughs> photographers I'd love to work with. Definitely. Yeah.
2: So yeah, so Dylan, I saw you, you posted an Albie Shore uh, album cover. I was wondering about your musical taste. If you like, you like like the grown the grown R and B. Or like, uh, what
1: kind of of music are you into? Man, yeah, music is something that just gives me life. It's something that's always on in my house, just always going. Uh, You know, in my early 20s, I was really just fully heavy into rap world. Just, I love rap. Um, As I've gotten older, you know, I like hearing, like you saw the R&B tracks that, you know, the hip hop songs I like sampled from. So I like kind of going back and, finding those R&B and blues and stuff like that. But uh, on a day to day, I listen to like a mixture of like experimental rap and like heavy, heavy, you know, heavy metal and stuff like that. Uh, I'm a percussionist. uh, Back in the day when before I was focused on painting and arts, I was a drummer. So I I did a lot of that. So anything rhythmic, really with a good beat, something like that is really going to get me
0: and yeah, i'm not i'm always a fan of uh women who uh play uh music especially stuff like like the drums and every, i'm and uh you know there's uh do you, do you have any drumming influences like
1: oh i mean yeah freaking uh metallica's drummer is great i mean he's he's uh, great in in one you know, like Lars that's Ulrich. classic. Oh, Lars Ulrich. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Um, You know, Sheila E. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's fucking great. Um, those are just a couple off the top. I mean, that's the, just off the top I can think of. I don't uh, follow like bands, drummers and guitarists. Like I don't really follow them super close, but uh, anything with a good beat, I can, I can definitely get behind. So Avenged yeah. Sevenfold, they've got a good drummer. Mm-hmm. Uh I like Ozzy's drummer that hell, there's anything with a good beat, man.
0: Yeah, just Yeah, I just uh I was wondering if you like heard of people like on the like Tony Williams. Like, he's uh he's he's a, he's, a, he's a he's a jazz drummer, but there was those couple of years he did like uh jazz fusion stuff, like because uh, he used to have a band called the Tony Williams Lifetime, then he had the new Tony Williams Lifetime, which is really was was more like jazz rock funk type of thing. So no, yeah, just
1: no, not familiar, but sounds groovy.
0: Oh yeah, it's cool. Like any any you know any album cover where he's just shirtless, and it's mm-hmm. but it's but it's like he that was from the seventies, so it's not like he just got like some taco meat on his chest, and that's basically <laughs> what it what it is. But yeah, those albums. Like like believe it and and million dollar legs those are, those are always good albums. So, yeah. what did you play? Did you play in a marching band or anything?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I started on xylophone and uh, then I graduated up to second base, and that was probably my favorite. Times was bass drum. Mm-hmm. I just I loved that. And then I graduated up to snare drum and I marched that for a couple of years. So snare drum is heavy for a five foot girl. Like man. It was tough, um, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, but uh, I put a lot of my creative energy. I still drum. I, I'm sitting here actually right now on a Cajon, a little box drum. So mm-hmm. I still play around here and there.
2: You never go hungry if you could if you could drum uh, like I mm-hmm. do in, in uh, New Orleans. But um, oh yeah, but t- speaking of that, though, uh, are you able to sustain yourself off your art? Because I think that's that's a dream a lot of people have.
1: Oh, no, I, yeah, I mean, that's something I'm obviously working towards. I, I live with my partner. We've been together many years. So that's, uh, I'm not a full, fully fledged, self-sufficient artist, um, but it is something that I'm putting all my energy into and that is my full-time career. Um, but I can't honestly say that it is 100% paying my bills. We're a partner and, you know, I'm, you know, working towards having Dylan's workshop be the future for uh you know me and us, so definitely something I'm continuing to work on every day.
2: you still do music
1: um my partner he plays guitar um I sometimes will play cajon with him uh it's not something we've done lately, but um every now and then yeah we we still play like coffee shops and things like that
2: oh really do you guys have, is is it like a group name? do you have a group
1: uh well, sword and stone. That was what we would we going under. Um, like I said, we haven't played together in a couple of years. Uh in COVID, I just he kinda quit playing um publicly. He's just been playing in the studio, uh, still recording and making music and stuff. But um yeah, we need to get back out there. Definitely coffee shop gigging and stuff like that. But Sword and Stone was what our name uh name is.
2: So well, you talk about studio stuff, so I'm interested. You know, we're like we're like music journalists. So it, it, is your partner like a session musician or, or is he like an engineer What does he do?
1: He's uh he's a solo right now a guitar player uh okay. He plays like a lot of like blues inspired and he likes uh John Mayer's guitar skills so he kind of like studies that um he's really good. Um he's just been playing in the studio here at home. We have you know basic setup, speakers, amp, MacBook, you know what I mean? Oh, I, so.
0: I, I I did notice the the sound uh, uh you know the uh, wall stuff on um, behind you and just yeah you know, soundproofing and everything so like it's
1: well I said between me playing music and then him playing guitar there's always music happening here so
2: and you how long have you guys been around uh, here in, in Houston more or less
1: uh, hmm. uh less let's see tenure? I would say yeah, but uh not not too far from it. We got here in around twenty sixteen, I believe, something like that.
2: Yeah, I got I got here a few years before that. Yeah. So what is it though? Is this like really the place to be to do the kind of stuff you're doing? Like you, you know, you guys as a unit, like, you know, into music and art, is this is this really the place I'm just curious because I don't know, I still I guess cause if I'm from out I'm from out of town, Craig is from here, but I'm always surprised when when uh you know people's commitment to having an artistic career here. You know, cause um, I feel like people who were born here tend to skip out if they can, but people who come here mm-hmm. to make it happen. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's like a lot of expats from other states who are making it happen and I in an art scene. But um,
1: yeah.
2: What do you think? That's Craig? interesting. Is, is Dylan like an example of this trend, or or is it is it always been going on forever and ever? Kind of on uh, part of that.
0: I'm I'm not from here. Um, well, I'm trying. What's what's the trend exactly? This-
1: He's saying people from Houston skip town, and people who come move to Houston tend to take advantage of whatever opportunities they come. to make, like you know,
2: an artistic little scene and everything. Like they're like really part of like something that's like you know that's what we write about, like people like them.
0: Well, I mean, it's just it's it's hard it's hard to gauge all of that because it's just like yeah, there are people coming in, but it's like mostly people come in. again as as uh as Dylan said like your, her partner came in i believe for for work and yep. uh, i mean what is i mean what does he do again is, i mean does he what does he do exactly
1: um he he's a manager at uh, Blinds.com. blinds dot com so they do like uh drapes and window treatment shutters and that kind of thing um mm-hmm. uh, so he's a manager for that, but in his free time he's playing guitar uh, Damien Slay, if y'all wanna look that up uh, he plays guitar, so check him out for sure.
0: Damien Slade,
1: uh, S L A Y, like Slay oh, the Dragon. Oh, okay,
0: yeah, because there's another guy named Damian Sladey was used to be a oh, kid He's in, uh, he was in Back to the Beach. But other, but but that was that's a whole other thing. But uh, just but a lot of times, like people come in, yeah, you know, as you like for work, like especially if it's yeah. in, uh, you know, uh, computers, technology, especially oil and gas. You know, people coming in, yeah. So it's like for for most part, like people who do come here, it's usually for business. Uh, this just like, I mean, there are people that might come in, uh, seeking to do artistry and stuff, but it's like, I don't, you know, it's like a lot of times those people, um, uh, you know, kind of head out. I'm in, I interviewed somebody a, long time, uh, a while ago. Uh, uh, I think his name is Crocodile Jackson. Like he uh he moved to L.A. during the pandemic and does a he does a lot of different art for um yeah uh and uh, so yeah he like I when I remember he came down here to show off some work at a daiquiri place <laughs> and um so yeah so I interviewed him about that and so yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: later, doesn't the lady with the lizard face live out here still you guys know what I'm talking about no there's a woman with, who made her face into a lizard anyway sorry I was just, that just made me think about uh, uh, alligator jack like this, this is serious there's a, really a lady out here I, I, might be like a dragon face or something but she like made so her bones come out and stuff And um, um, shit. it was like a uh, it, it, it was either National Geographic or somebody did a documentary on her and
1: okay. I've probably seen it in, like a book like uh Ripley's Believe It or Not or some shit. It's
2: something it's <laughs> something along those lines. It's something along those lines. Wow. Um
1: but may, I maybe
2: think of it. that.
0: Um Craig. Yeah. But well, uh you know the thing but wait, didn't you didn't you do a uh this is for Dylan, uh, a uh pancakes and booze show in Atlanta? Yeah. And yeah, that
1: was the only one I did in Atlanta.
0: Yeah, you, Oh, yeah, because they they also do them here and yeah. it's it's so great cuz it's like an art show that like yeah, I've done Ab- here
1: too
0: oh you've done pancakes and booze here oh okay it's... so but uh yeah but for those you don't know pancakes and booze is it is an art show i there's a lot of art people showing up. i think the last one i went to what the hell is it, it was it they uh, oh man, I think it was it was some place in downtown. I'm trying to figure out if it's, it's not House of Blues. It's something. I think it's Warehouse Live.
1: Warehouse Live. That's, that's yeah. that Stereo Live or Warehouse Live. One of those. Yeah.
0: And uh yeah, they they have art, uh they have booze, and they have pancakes. <laughs> and they pretty like, good combo. Yeah, they just they just sell they just they just sling out pancakes in the back. Wow.
1: Like
0: all you can eat? Yeah. Much. Yeah. I mean the pancakes, you know, just they just they just keep making them. And are they vegan
2: or are they just like regular style pancakes?
0: Probably regular. Yeah. Just a little this quick. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just was seeing like Eggs. what what does it feel like when when doing that? You know, just telling people. And is that like a good thing, to good way to like get people to go see artists? Like, hey, we have Pancakes and booze too. You know, like it's like it's. Funny. It's a,
1: It's it is one thing. I mean, that is one good. I guess marketing angle as far as the title and everything. Uh, my experience with that event personally is that it's a bit too overpriced for the artist to mm-hmm. set up there. Um, versus what you get. Um, you only get a tiny booth space, like tiny yeah. bit. Uh, so I believe, personally, it's, it's not my favorite style of show to go to. Uh, when I was first getting my foot in the door, I, I liked it. Um, mm-hmm. But now that I've kind of gotten more plugged into the scene, uh, something that I find is good to draw the crowd, like you said, to kind of hang around and eat your pancakes and booze. For me, I like to find shows where they'll pull up a food truck
0: mm-hmm. and then
1: they'll have bands playing all night. That way it's a good reason for people to stick around. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I like to find shows that have uh, vendors with live music.
0: but mm-hmm. well, I mean, has that also been an issue for you with getting your artwork out there? That is difficult to, as an artist, to work with. You know, shows or spaces where they appear to be asking too much uh, from the artist in terms of renting it out and just. Like you have to deal sure. people, like people Absolutely, like that. Absolutely, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, that's business, right? I mean, any yeah. business, um, you gotta kind of comb through uh, the events and mm-hmm. find out what what is your work gonna fit into. You know, what kind of realm is your stuff gonna fit? What kind of crowd do you wanna bring? Like, what kind of stuff do you wanna sell? Um, you got to ask yourself these kinds of questions Mm -hmm. to figure out where you should be showing your work. Mm -hmm. And also you need to figure out like what they're asking you to pay versus what they're going to give you in return for that. Meaning can they show you that they've had a hundred people come through their show before? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, is there something there that makes me say, Oh yeah, I'll pay that for the booth. You know, like there's gotta be a reason uh, to help. Give the artists a motivation to you know cough up those fees <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: artist fees jeez is that is that more more um how do you say it? is that more likely than not that you have to pay fees to do to do a lot of these shows um cause I'm, I'm just, just starting to get into it but I haven't I haven't like tried to mm-hmm. sell anything yet
1: yeah absolutely I mean like I just said you need to comb through the shows and Check all your different avenues, all your apps, you know, whatever, how you find your shows, check them and uh, see. You just got to do your research, you know. Oh, these uh, apps? These... What apps? I mean, like Facebook events, Instagram postings. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I just mean yeah. check your check your shit, you know, mm. uh, whatever you have, you know. I just say comb through that's... it and do your research before yeah. you just say, sure, I'll be there. Sure, I'll be there. sure. -hmm. So, yeah, the research—it's rough out there.
0: Yeah, Uh, has there been times where you'll be, you know, showing your artwork and showing, you know, at some (laughs) place, and there's—I just realized that a lot of my line of questioning is just just looking for some juicy shit for you to talk. Talk about because I'm thinking, like, is like, have you been at art shows or whatever, and there have been other artists there, you know, acting like their stuff is the shit, and they're just like, you know, trying, you know, being, you know, dismissive or judgmental, and just, you know, in terms of just like, or has it been more of a uh, communal experience where they like, oh, you know, just. You, you know not each other yeah. and, and respect and all that stuff so oh
1: yeah i mean 100 percent. you just need to focus on yourself mainly but the energy uh yeah there's different energy at different events sure um i would say a general consensus there's both you know um i try to attract myself obviously to a positive crowd that's what mm-hmm. everyone wants right um mm-hmm. so uh yeah, I'd say I've had a mixture and you just try to find your uh, your people. You know what yeah. I mean? You you find your friends, you find the vendors that you like and you kind of buddy up and you say, Oh, you're doing that show? Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you just you find your people and that's how you get your good vibes and of course there's always gonna be somebody who's going Hmm, I don't know mm. about you. I don't know about your work.
0: Being seddy as fuck, as I like to say.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's always gonna be shadiness or whatever, mm-hmm. um, but you gotta, you can't, you can't, you know, you can't absorb that shit. Yeah. You know, you just take it in stride and just know that your work is is good and you're here to show it yeah. to people that appreciate.
0: By the way, I've 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 always wanted to be in Playboy too. Well, I just I've wanted to be in play Playgirl, Playboy. Okay. Yeah, because. Um, what, well, uh, you mean like,
2: oh, like write, a, write an article? Yes. Oh, and okay.
0: Yeah, that's because when, cool. like when
2: I... like I was imagining the other thing, by the way, Craig, myself. I'm
1: envisioning him modeling.
2: Yeah, yeah. Flowers
1: on the bed. Uh, the late
2: time, I think, Craig might have been.
0: Uh, but but uh, when I was, I think in college, yeah, I was in college and I was subscribed to Playboy, uh... 'cause I wanted to to do the play I well, I wanted to be in Playboy as, as you know, in some form as a journalist, but mostly I wanted to do like the Playboy interview. I remember mm-hmm. um shortly after his death, uh they published a book of uh interviews uh Alex Haley did for the magazine. Like he interviewed Malcolm X, he interviewed Martin Luther King. You know, every Miles Davis, like he was. One, you think you think he was a one of the first. He was the first person to interview people uh, for that section in the magazine, the Playboy interview. And I thought, yeah, I want, yeah, I wanted to go down that road. And uh, yeah, did, did did that shit did but- What they don't
2: publish smart articles anymore. I thought they, I thought that was part of like their mantra. Like we're going mean, to show
0: you. I mean, these days and. Well, yeah, because like, yeah, you know, Playboy, you know, like as I as I mentioned at the top, it's like it doesn't have the same cachet it had uh, years ago. I mean, because mm-hmm. uh, now it's almost like because there was that small point in time when they said we're done uh, posting nude women, and they realized that was a mistake. So that was short lived. Yeah, so, <laughs> but they but they're trying to do this whole thing now where. Uh, Playboy is a um a more uh hipper, sophisticated, like fancier uh type of men. Like it, it is trying to be like a a a, legi- a men's magazine, which is like mm-hmm. they, yeah, they like have like you know they have they do they they don't they don't have the uh the the, the poses the women like they used to have all airbrushed and shit, and they all look like. They just came from a, like a goddamn Paco Rabanne ad or something like that. It's like, it's all, it's very, you know, it's very uh, stylish and fashion conscious. It's supposed to be yeah. for the, uh, for the more upscale man or something like that. Uh, just...
1: Yeah. They have something now, uh, Playboy plus, which is like an online mm-hmm. version. Um, and they, they kind of have a, a small little snippet of an interview from each model yeah um, so it's not exactly the same as setup as like you said back in the day when they would sit and do the men's articles uh, it's not exactly the as thorough but the high quality images very classy very very classy very creative and high level like you said so that's yeah. what attracts me to their work that's
2: cool you are uh, now what part of georgie from you said uh did West of like Atlanta,
1: not on a farm, but I mean, in the country, definitely. Uh, Villarica, Georgia is a small, a small town country. Oh.
2: So if you get if you get together with your homegirls, like does like your accent come out, like your, your original OG uh, where I'm from accent.
1: I mean, a lot of people here in Houston can tell right away that I'm not from here. They'll say, oh, you got a country accent, where are you from? So straight out of the gate, most people can tell that I'm from somewhere else in the South. Um, but I mean, just like anybody else, you get more relaxed as the night rolls on, you might get a little more country, yeah.
2: That's because I'm from New Jersey and I feel like people from New York look at me, they they hear my accent and they I think they hear like, kind of like what people must hear when they hear your accent. Cause they mm-hmm. consider me country, where I'm from, but I'm not. I'm not from the country though. You know, it's like suburban city kind of thing. Gotcha. I'm just. I'm just like you know how how it goes down sometimes with the uh, language and accents. Well, like Craig. Craig doesn't have a Houston accent, do you, Craig?
0: I guess I don't.
2: I don't just. See, I mean, he's got, a, I he's got. I don't
0: know. A, I don't
2: know. Non. I don't. Regional yeah, no,
0: I don't.
1: Non-specific accent. Yeah, neutral. Yeah
0: yeah it's, it's 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 yeah it's like that with with my voice, yeah. which I'm not not really a big fan of, but i i don't really i usually just talk about that in therapy, but <laughs> um but yeah, I'm like it's like uh, when once again, like if people like uh wanna like okay I see the patch on your uh jacket and just see like. I know there are a lot of people who would like to sew stuff on on their clothing and everything. Mm-hmm. Where can you know people reach out for that for that kind of stuff?
1: Yeah, so I I think I do have about three or four of these left. They're all a little bit different. Uh, they're some are shaped in hearts, some are shaped in squares. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're twenty five each, and uh, you can contact. But can you describe that a little or, bit?
2: Just it is it's rather unique. Could you describe what that is? The materials you use? Just because this is mostly be an audio. Uh,
1: podcast yeah. oh it will okay gotcha oh. yes so, so what we're looking at here is a hand bleached denim patch i took um some scrap fabric that had holes in the jeans and cut mm-hmm. them down decided uh i could make something beautiful with them i did a process on here called cyanotype which is how you can see the heart uh marking on the patch it's
2: like a studied it, heart with blood splotches but- but it's, it looks
1: yeah. cool. It looks like punk rock kind of. Exactly. Uh, if you've it, seen Fight Club, there's a quote in the movie. Uh, he says, I wanted to, I felt like destroying something beautiful.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and that beautiful
0: that... was Jared Leto. And we all wish that, no, never. But yeah, just, yeah. I know I said. Try to be positive. I, I pick here. it up on what hey, you said. She knows her movies, man. She knows her
2: movie. Wait, so what's like your top five? Your top five movies. If you want a desert island,
1: Num- number one. Five. Um, uh, another one that's pretty deep thinker that uh, my partner got me into. Vanilla Sky. That's probably a top. That's really trippy. I love that one. Uh, fucking Shrek, Napoleon Dynamite, and Step Brothers. <laughs> all right, all right.
2: Wait, one more. One more.
1: Uh, Cats. Which one?
2: Aristocats. Aristocats. All right. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. That's, that's a good Disney one. I saw that one in the movies. It's My funny.
1: Took me to see it. Classic.
2: What'd you think of it? what you think of that, of that list, uh, Craig? She has she has some some bangers on there. What was it? It was uh, okay. Napoleon
0: Dynamite. Oh, My Vanilla God. Sky. Vanilla, have Vanilla you seen the Sky. original?
1: As the original, like
0: o- open your the eyes. One with- Is- it's
1: like yeah, I believe yeah. that's it. Cameron Diaz. Like, is that the only one? Was a uh, yeah,
0: yeah it's like uh, but yeah, Cruise, Vanilla yeah. Cruz was re yeah remade of a Spanish film. So,
1: oh okay, wait a minute. I think I did see that. I yeah. saw both versions. Yeah, no, but I like uh, I like the one from like the nineties. Yeah, that one's fucking great. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Tom Cruise, you know, Tom Cruise from New yeah. Jersey. I just yeah. like to remind people of that. <laughs> cool,
0: so they know what, yeah. Uh, wait, did, did it? Vanilla Kai, town. Didn't Vanilla LA, Sky you know. come out after 9 11, or I'm trying to think this. Oh, uh,
1: well, Vanilla shit. Sky, I thought I it was late 90s.
0: This... No, no, oh, Vanilla
2: Sky came out in, in the early
0: 2000s. Yeah, early 2000s. 2000?
2: Okay. I only know that because okay. I lived in LA and um, I gotcha.
0: Yeah, yeah, it did come out after nine. I after, think I for a while
2: I didn't have a girlfriend out there, and so when I used to see these like love movies, I'm like, man, I'm not going to go see that because <laughs> I don't have yeah. a girlfriend right now.
1: Plus, there are two uh, beautiful women in that one.
2: Yeah, but it's like it's like a, a date movie though, right? You, take, you know, like you said, your partner got you into it. Like, you take your date. Like, hey, let's go see another sky.
1: Um, I mean, I guess I don't know that it was necessarily a romantic movie. It's a little bit trippy and uh, like a bit of a thriller um
2: the soundtrack is dope
1: in... yeah absolutely that's one of the best right? things about it Ooh, scream scream's one with a good soundtrack scream yeah
2: like 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 the score or like the the songs they had on the soundtrack
1: both i mean really but the the, the song i'm not on familiar the with the so- I mean. scream
2: soundtrack what's on that
1: ah shit i mean you're putting me on the spot that's something i don't really listen to often it's just off the top of my head i was like oh okay. that's a good movie soundtrack
2: I'm just wondering yeah, if so. they had like a a rap song on it. Did it have like the uh scream the scream have like like sometimes soundtracks will come out and they'll like, just throw like little trying to make top 100 song on there.
1: Oh, hell uh, It's not like I said, it's not something I can really get into the details. I don't remember. My parents played that CD and I just remember it had some good rock songs. I don't really remember much about rap being in it, but has
0: Mas, good rock Ma- music. Master P did the theme for the second one, so that's like I prefer the second soundtrack. I like Master P. Yeah,
1: pass me the green. That's that's classic.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it ain't my fault. That's what it is. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> hey, hey, so 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 I, I just want to make sure. So you, do you think that weed will be legalized
0: in Texas? What the fuck? Where where did that come from, man? That
1: that's a politics question. I'm not really gonna answer.
0: <clears throat> yeah, cause like why yet? I don't pass. <laughs> yeah, pass. <laughs> let's see what other let's see what other shit uh, we uh, we can talk about. Cause uh, cause we, uh, we were I, as always, I try to figure out uh, what the hell can I talk about with Camilo. And I did that last night. I was like, "We want to talk about uh, the whole Super Bowl Rihanna thing." And He said, "The internet's moved on," and I'm just like, "Wait, did you see that?" No, no, he didn't see. He you, you didn't attend the Super Bowl party and stuff.
1: I, I don't watch sports at
0: all. Ah, damn. So I, not I like the, that. See,
2: she's not even. See, now
0: the...
1: I would have
2: assumed you're from Georgia. Yeah, Friday Night Lights and all that stuff. You know that's from Texas, but. I would assume small town i it a big deal
1: it was a big de- it, it was a big deal to me. I used to be a drummer, I was into football, I watched mm-hmm. Falcons and dogs and all that shit uh came out to the, uh, Houston and I said like i'm a grown up, I can make my own choices. I don't have to put the game on every Sunday if I don't want to. I can stay home and I can play music if I want to, and I never went back. Uh never fucking waste my time watching sports. That's how I feel. Um,
2: yeah, you know. my kind of people. Hey, so but anyway, what's what's the Rihanna? So are you upset that Rihanna's pregnant
1: again? I have no opinion on Rihanna's See, baby.
2: That, that was my reaction. I got no opinion on that. Good
1: for her if she's happy. Good, like go for it. Yeah,
2: stand up for Rihanna. Good going, by you upset? You upset, Craig? That? But you read? You read reaction?
0: I don't. I just thought that would be something interesting to talk about, but uh, but apparently not. So, but uh, trying to see what else uh, can we uh, get in here with. Well, well, don't you have something going on, uh, Camilo, this weekend? Oh, I do. So I have
2: my first. Um, and you're you're invited. Actually, everybody's invited. It's it's um, Friday. Well, this probably won't go up till Friday. Oh, this might go up on time. So Friday six to eight at uh Project Row House, there's gonna be a group show and it's, this is my first like group showing of some photography I've done. So um awesome. so I'm I okay. myself am trying to break out of like my my older employment patterns and trying to do uh art and, and we'll see where this goes. So that's why I look I look to folks like you, I like man, they're doing it. So I was like, yeah. I gotta I gotta give Thank it a you. shot. See uh see if I could develop a, a following fan base because right you got like followers you got you got you got people who look out for your stuff commission your work what's that like
1: absolutely man it's a priceless feeling i mean priceless absolutely just to see these same people that see me post the show and then they come like every time like they show up they they buy a little sticker pack here and there they'll buy you know a small piece here and there sometimes they just come and hang out and all of that is fulfilling to me um, it's, it's the most fulfilling thing, really, to be able to hang out with your peeps that enjoy me and my artwork. I mean, that's what could be better. So, fucking awesome. See,
2: look at that, man. She got a following. Craig got a following, too. Don't some people sometimes wow. let you stay at their house and stuff? Craig got a following. That's I'm cool. trying to get to that level. People, help, well, people I know
1: somebody, one of you guys, have written some articles for like uh, the Chronicle. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, Craig's. A, Crazy, right? You're get
1: getting your name out there. That's really cool.
2: Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, <laughs> this guy, this guy is, is, he's a big deal. He's, he, Google him. He's got, he's I, got stuff Yeah, I saw some
1: names in the articles. That's fucking cool. Like, good for you, man. Seriously.
2: Coast to coast, this guy. He ended yeah. up in TikTok Granny. I didn't oh. know it was TikTok Granny until he, he put out there.
1: Oh, which one is that? Go ahead,
2: Craig. Don't be modest. What do you got going on this weekend? Nothing. Talk
1: to us about TikTok, Granny. I
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm just uh just staying in, you know, I think that's what I'm doing most of the time. But um, so but you, as you say, you uh you know both of y'all got art uh, things happening this weekend. Um, want mm-hmm. so just like give people you know the details on that and uh just uh just anything else you want people know about.
1: Yes. So this Saturday night, five to nine, you can come to Hardy and Ant Studios. I'll be there all night talking about two different pieces that I've done with other painters in the Houston city. Mm-hmm. Um, next March, we've got on the 11th, there's a biker barbecue happening. So if you can't make it Saturday night, just keep an eye out for the March event. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. And uh, Thank you for coming out. Well, and and, um like any other way that uh, people can contact you or just you want to put your medias out there or just you know people yes
1: yeah i'm a dylan's workshop official uh, on instagram that's where i'm most active posting what i'm up to lifetime paintings and like where i'll be in the city um i also have youtube which is where i post like my big deal stuff like you know my big updates uh you know twitter you can find me there um not really active on Facebook, but I do have one just for event searching and things like that. Um, so I'm on all the socials, but Instagram is the best place to get in touch with me. So just straight up DM me. That's the best way to get in touch about a piece or about a show or anything.
2: Commissions, commissions.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: How are you dealing to do your murals? I like that. That, that, uh. Hey Craig, yeah. you can probably get a mural back there, like the uh AT aliens joint, maybe recreate that back there. What yeah, I like
1: know? doing album art. It's fun. So if you got any. What album you albums, would you pick your like?
2: mural of, Craig? I'm just curious real quick before we sign mm-hmm. off.
0: The Ohio Players Honey album. Which which one? I'm which one? one? I'm
1: writing that down.
0: Ohio go, Players Honey Album.
2: There you go.
1: Okay, I'm gonna look it up.
0: Shopping knowledge.
1: Cool. All right. Shopping well, thank knowledge. you guys so much for having me. It's been fun.
2: Oh. Likewise. Thanks for coming through. We will see you Hello. on the on the art side.
1: All right, cool. I'll be, cool. Well, I'll, I'll be sure to um share all the y'all's links when you got it posted up and everything. That'd be great. All right, cool. Okay. Thanks.
0: All right. See you. Have a good one. Later. Later. All right, bye y'all. Bye.